From WIS Politics in Madison, you're listening to Capital Chats. Hello, everybody. I'm Adam Kelnoffer with WISPolitics.com here with a Capital Chats episode brought to you by Spectrum. Today, I'm joined in the office by my colleague Kate Morton to talk about an interview she just did with School Choice Wisconsin Director of Policy and Government Affairs, Amy Loudenbeck. She is also a former state representative. So, Kate, what did you two talk about? So, Adam, our conversation touched a lot on the state budget. As you know, uh, Loudenbeck is a former state representative, a Republican, and she talked to me a little bit about the proposal to freeze enrollment for private school choice programs in Governor Evers' budget. She said that any proposal to kind of limit or inhibit the private school choice programs would have both political backlash and backlash from families that benefit from those programs are really supportive of them. Another thing we touched on was the idea of universal school choice. I asked her what that kind of meant to her, and she talked a little bit about the idea of getting rid of income caps for the program, and she actually said that that's something School Choice Wisconsin won't be pushing for. So I thought that was interesting, but here's the interview. So thanks for joining me for the podcast today. We're going to just talk a little bit about um, private school choice in the state budget. So just get started. Uh, Governor Evers has proposed to freeze enrollment for private school voucher programs in his state budget. And the state superintendent, Jill Underly, has said that the state can't afford to have two school systems um, because we're having trouble paying for the public school system. Um, So what is your response to that? My response to that is School choice has been here for decades. It's well received by the families that participate in the program. We have data and public opinion on our side to show that our schools are successful, our students are successful, and anything that would limit or eliminate the program is going to meet some heavy resistance, not just on a political standpoint, but personal standpoint. These are families, 52,000 kids in Wisconsin are in a choice school. So to try to unwind or unring the bell of school choice, which has been around since the 1990s is, is unrealistic. And right now we have 421 school districts in Wisconsin. We have four different school choice programs. People want educational options for their families. And so we are gonna move forward with our policy agenda so that our schools can survive and thrive and assume that just like in past budget sessions when Governor Evers has proposed to freeze the program, that will be removed as a, as a, as a policy item and we'll just move forward and talk about the real things that are going to potentially be possible in this budget. Okay, so talking more about the budget, what are the priorities for school choice programs in the budget? And what are your thoughts on Evers' other proposals related to school choice? Well, under current law, school choice programs, so schools participating in the parental choice program, which is what what we at School Choice Wisconsin focus on. Those are our members. Those are our schools. We support them with onboarding and compliance and help with enrollment and families. We also are part of a coalition for education freedom that is supporting increased funding for choice and charter because the gap between our base funding and what 
the average traditional public school receives is thousands of dollars. And we are hoping to narrow that gap so that our schools can compete for talent, can provide quality materials in the classroom. Right now, schools are fundraising three, four, five, seven thousand dollars per pupil so that they can provide the quality instructions that our schools strive to provide. But if we don't do something, when we look at schools that have gone to referendum or done done other things, I think there's a narrative out there that our schools can can do more with less, and I think that we can. But right now, that gap is is making our schools uncompetitive, especially at the high school level. We had a quality high school, Hope School in Milwaukee, uh, announced that it was closing, and just this morning, a, a Montessori charter in in Milwaukee announced it's closing. So this is a real issue for the. Uh, again, the, the ability of our schools to not only survive, but thrive. And so we're, we're asking for an increase in our uh, base budget amount. Okay, so why do you think it's so important to specifically support private school programs? I think it's important to support education across the board. This is an, I'm, this is a, an issue that parents want quality schools for their families. When they move to Wisconsin, they want to have options. If you're an employer, you want a quality workforce. If you're an American, you want kids that are going to come up and be able to be part of a civil society. These things are incredibly important. They're, incre they're important for public safety. They're important for everything, schools in general. So we're not against public education. We are for educational freedom, educational options for all families. Okay, so more about um, parents having more different choices for which schools they want, basically? Correct. Okay. Um, so we, think that, we think that families deserve to have options. We know from the stories we hear from our schools and from our families that everyone's situation is different. And and having the ability to choose a school that shares their values, meets their needs, that that allows their student, their scholar to succeed. That's what we want to be part of, a part of those, that menu of opportunities, just like you would have in whether in other options, if you're at the grocery store or choosing your financial institution, people like to have choices. And then in addition to that, um, we know that without being proactive that we want to be able to give some certainty to the schools and the families in the program. Okay. Now, I guess going on to the budget again, is there anything that Governor Evers proposed that you think is maybe a positive thing related to private schools? Well, under current law, our, our schools receive certain things that public schools receive. So when they do better, we uh, we have opportunities for additional funding. There are also some programs that involve uh, potentially funds and resources that our schools could access, whether it was mental health supports or um, other categorical items or grant programs that were set up to, 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 to assist the private schools. But as far as, um, his proposals to change the policy in general. I think we all know that policies are going to be considered outside of the budget and we have policy initiatives at School Choice Wisconsin that we think we can we can get bipartisan support for because they're just practical 
things that make the program work better, not just for the schools, but for the families and for the Department of Public Instruction. Those are conversations that I am hopeful we can engage the administration in and the Department of Public Instruction and our schools to just get to a good answer that makes sense and reduces some of the administrative burden and kind of bureaucracy that that the program entails. Okay. Uh, So a lot of people have been talking about the idea of universal school choice. So what does that specifically mean to you? And what do you think the state could do to expand the private school choice programs? So when I think about universal school choice, and I look at what other states are doing, there are certainly a lot of a lot of different ideas that are being floated around on uh, from different think tanks and different different leadership in 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 different states. And I'm going to come out by saying that Wisconsin is kind of unusual in, you know, we started this program with bipartisan support. Now it seems unfortunately that it's Republican versus Democrat or public versus private when I really try to bring it down to what works best for parents, what what is what is the Wisconsin way? And the Wisconsin way has been, we started the first private school voucher program. We also have a very, very robust public school open enrollment program in Wisconsin, where if I go five miles to the south of my house to Illinois, you don't, you're, you, you are sending your kid to the school that is where your house is located and you don't have any options that are supported by the state. And so, again, we already have a lot of choice in Wisconsin. When you talk about universal, I mean, we have, again, public school open enrollment, we have charters, we have independent charters, public school charters, homeschooling, all these different options. That's the landscape that for us at School Choice Wisconsin, we wanna support our schools so that we can grow as the caps are eliminated and and we can have a strong foundation, we are not going to push for universal, which means taking off of the income limits, for example. We know that that's something politically, we don't expect Governor Evers to support. And so we're gonna invest our resources and our talent and our data and our stories are gonna be focused on Republicans and Democrats in the legislature and making the case with the leadership in the East Wing and hope that we can come to an agreement that this is important, that all kids are valued and all kids deserve adequate funding. And right now we are so woefully behind our public school counterparts that it is putting our schools at risk. Okay, so where are some areas you think might be um, good options for bipartisan compromise on this? Well, we have been engaging legislators. I have been taking legislators on tours. We have taken over a dozen on tours, Democrats and Republicans to public schools. I know other stakeholder groups are doing the same thing on the charter side, engaging more parents, letting families um, know that, let's take Milwaukee, for example. Milwaukee is the most mature private school choice program in the country. Almost 50% of students in the Milwaukee area attend a choice or charter or alternative educational option. And so if you're a Milwaukee Democrat, I think it's important to know that that 50% of the families in the city are choosing these options. And so they're important too, as much as maybe their ideology aligns with supporting traditional public schools, 
it's not an either or, it's a both. And that's the case that we're trying to make. Put faces on these families, show them. We have had individuals come and testify at the public hearings who are graduating seniors that have been in this program since they were in 4K. One young lady going on to Northwestern on a full ride scholarship. Great stories of success. We don't want to undo that. We want to build on it. Okay. Well, is there anything else that you want to add before we kind of wrap up the conversation? I appreciate the the opportunity. We are very heavily engaged and we will remain engaged. And it's great to be able to share the work that we are doing and why we're doing it. So thank you. Thank you. Well, thanks for joining me. I really appreciate your time. All right, Kate, thanks so much for bringing us that interview. If our listeners want to read more about school issues, especially K-12 issues, they can head over to our website at wispolitics.com where they can check out your coverage of that beat, Kate. But for now, I'm Adam Kelnhofer. I'm Kate Morton. Thanks for tuning in to Wispolitics Capital Chats, brought to you by Spectrum. Spectrum.